brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Lumos. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio. I'm your host, Ezra, a.k.a. Bill, also known as your friendly tech wizard, former captain of the Hufflepuff Quidditch team, the flannel wizard, yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, a.k.a. Fleur. Hello. Schön, dass ihr da seid. Willkommen zurück to our little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. Kommt doch rein, guys. This is the 36th episode of Shell Cottage Radio in which we will discuss chapter 11 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, The Dueling Club. Before we get into today's discussion, we will fill you in on the latest cottage catch-up, quiz Bill with trivia questions, and expand our knowledge about magical and fantastic beasts. Well, it's snowing, and it's a level one snow emergency out mm -hmm. here which is awesome i love that snow it was so beautiful this morning yeah we went on this little walk out on the trail and it was great we got snow in our boots but still we had a great time yes it was that good kind of snow you know the kind of snow we're talking about right the kind that you could just oh pack together <laughs> the best kind of snow right make a quick little snowball <laughs> and whack yeah throw it at your friend All it was right. fun it was it was really fun we had the we had our cat Sophie inside today, just kind of chilling out for a little bit. It was yep. snowing. Uh, I think you talked to your mother, right? Yep. So, you know, kind of a slow, easygoing nice Sunday. Sunday, wonderful. Yeah. And it's good after a uh, stressful but awesome last week. We had so many oh, wow. collaborations going on. It was amazing. I cannot wait for here next week and we're going to announce it later but we mm -hmm. have an awesome guest next week yeah 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 that yeah. was wonderful yeah we, we had a really good collaboration where in which we got a lot of energy from it uh and those always bring us great energy so whenever we talk to folks right. we bring guests on collaborators other creators all that good stuff it is just a lot of fun and then we got a chance to go on mm -hmm. someone else's show oh yeah yeah which is and awesome you probably know that show if you're listening to uh harry potter podcast and Mary many harry potter podcasts because mm -hmm. they are probably uh the or one of the biggest harry yeah. potter podcasts out there so yeah thank you to the lovely ladies of I was gonna say Shell Cottage Radio. The lovely ladies of Shell Cottage Radio, like <laughs> as in me, as a uh, and Lottie. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Um, the lovely ladies of Swish and Flick. Yeah. Had us on their show because I mean, as aka Bill is one of their originals. OG fans. They're OG fans. Mm -hmm. Uh, back in the day, you know, helped them produce the show. And he's been on for... Here and there, a smattering I of mean, episodes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was fun. We kind of did a little recap and, and talked about that a little bit. And it was great. I it's mean, sort of, you know, yeah. we had... You guys have know our history with that podcast. And then we uh, sort of got a chance to... It was your first time on the show yeah. over there. So that was fun. 
It was it was so fun. Yeah, it's great. And so Megan, I Katie, uh, Tiffany, yeah, thank you guys so much. It was wonderful. If you guys get a chance, go over and check out Swish and Flick. They are just a wonderful. You probably already have, but if you haven't, then uh, head that way. They're they're fun. They're they're a lot of um, a lot of laughter, a lot yeah. of silliness, a lot of seriousness. Uh-huh. Right, lots of emotions over yes. there. So it was uh, it was because we were on an emotional episode. True. That's what I'm saying. That we were in we, we were. Oof, I mean, we jumped right to the end of the series. It was. They uh, are in. It's in an emotional part of the series, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So we'll leave it at that. You can go, uh, go check it out. But it was a lot of fun, and I am really happy that we did those collaborations. Me too. So at the end, we will announce the the guest that we're going to have on next week because she is also awesome, wonderful, and uh, an experienced podcaster. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I, someone we've referenced before on here too. True. So <laughs> yeah, but. All in all, we're having a great weekend, and we are pumped. I think more snow coming up this week. But my Bengals won. Oh my so, goodness! Yeah, AFC Championship. Here we go. Some some people just found out that I'm a Bengals fan, and they're probably like <laughs> done. What um, if what done if with Ez. What if they're losing right now? Because we left five minutes before the game. There is the no game. way they lost that game within five minutes. I mean, if they did, then I'm going to be like, it's next episode. I'm going to start off crying. I would just you. I would just be in tears. Well, I we already kind of pre recorded. Pre recorded. So I guess not. Weeks. Uh, maybe I'll do a little addition on the front, which is, yeah, but no, we, we, um, I'm almost positive that there was only three minutes left, so they were good. Hey, I mean, and last year they were in the final, right? Of the Super Bowl. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Go check my Instagram, oh, uh, Womp underscore two M and you'll see just, um, you'll see this little cutie with a Jersey on. <laughs> You're like, is Ez talking about himself? <laughs> Did he just call himself a little cutie? Uh, I mean, no, that'd is. be Lottie. That'd be Lottie. And yeah, because we were, that, I remember you came over January or February? February, yeah. February. Right after my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, Super Bowl was going down. So that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I think we watched the championship game or something online. I believe I believe we were watching it together online, and then you came over th- for the Super Bowl. So right. that was awesome. Hopefully was we get amazing. to watch them again in the Super Bowl, but we'll see. Tough game uh, next week, I feel like. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, uh, enough ketchup yeah okay cool uh let's get into our training session train me away all right number one what is colin creevy's younger brother's name and which house is he in uh wow i feel like he's a gryffindor i feel like he would just be in gryffindor but maybe not hold on time out you wouldn't ask that question if he was in gryffindor i feel like so, what's his, what is his name? What is his name? Patrick? I don't know. Um, <laughs> no. What is his name? I, I gotta be honest, I didn't remember it either. Yeah, I don't know. But his name. I remembered his house, and that's a, kind of a trick, trick question. What do you mean trick question? Now you're triple. Is it Gryffindor? Yes, sir. You had the right, the right feeling. So, all right, I had yes. that. All right, I'll have to get. But uh, what is his name? Younger Creevy is what mm-hmm. I call him. Yeah. His name is Dennis. Dennis. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Dennis as soon as you Creevy. say it, it comes back. I'm like, yeah, yeah it was yeah, hilarious. When I read it, I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. How could I forget? Dennis, Dennis Creevy. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he, um, did you know the Creevy brothers did not go back to Hogwarts when everything went down during the seventh year? Yeah, yeah. Their parents were like, no way. Mm-hmm. You're staying right. home. Right. And, but, they, <laughs> that's they, sad. Didn't he show up to the, at, at Colin the Colin did. Yeah. So there's no information about Dennis. I think Dennis, because he was still underaged at that time, yeah. did not go. 
Colin went to fight, and right. he did not survive the battle. Unbelievable. <laughs> we have to do a tribute thing to Colin Creevy, I feel like, on our shorts. Like, I feel like yeah. we need he needs... Man, that breaks my heart, actually. Yeah. He's awesome. I know. Goodness so. gracious. Wow. Uh, yeah, now we know. Dennis Creevy. He's going to be at Hogwarts, I think, not this year, but during... I think he's two years younger. Is he? Okay. So in Goblet? I don't, I don't remember. I just remember when he shows up, it's, it's kind of hilarious because he's like Colin, but yet... Yeah. And he like kind of looks up to Colin a little bit. Okay. Yeah. He's two years younger. He's three years below the famous Harry Potter. The famous Harry Potter. The famous Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, Angelina, I love you. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah. And he was... Yeah. He's in his... Second year when he joined DA Dumbledore's army. Who is trying to talk to you right now? Was <laughs> oh, my phone on? I mean, I've got a message from Cameron, a comment on oh, TikTok. Hi, uh, Seth replied to my story, and I've got a Twitter notification. Hey, you guys are awesome. So, thanks everybody. Right now. Yeah, sorry guys. Gotta click that off. Yeah. So, okay, Dennis, two years younger. He joined, he was second in his second year. Like, he was. Harry's age right now when he joined Dumbledore's army. Bless him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, question number two. What are the four Ilvermorny houses? And I did, definitely didn't know this. So I've been sitting here thinking about I've been looking at that one. I went mm. and scrolled down there. Um, I think... So Thunderbird is one I remember. A Horned Serpent is one I remember. Yep. And then something like Wampus. Wampus. Wow, because of Womp Brett. Yeah, Wampus. Yeah, yeah. yeah something Wampus, like, yeah. yeah. And then one is like Pudgy Wudgy. Oh my God, are you good? Is uh, that right? That's not right. Pug Wudgy. Pug Wudgy. Oh my goodness. It, that was great. Oh, so I see Horned the Serpent, now. Wampus, Wampus, sorry, Wampus, Wampus, Thunderbird, and Pug Wudgy. Wow, Wampus really does look like Womp. And then mm. you got the, just throw a rat on there. And womp Brett. Wampus. While I was researching this question and the answers for this question, um, I read an article on Pottermore, sorry, on Wizarding World, mm-hmm. former Pottermore, and we should definitely have a special episode about Ilvermorny and talk about it, because it's yeah. really interesting how it came to be, who founded it, and why the um, houses are named the way they are. Like, yeah, I, I, I would be all for that. I don't know much about really them, actually. I just mm-hmm. know that people kind of get sorted into them, and you can kind of have... Well, I mean, you can figure out what maybe would be your Ilvermorny house and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So, Yeah, one it's of my cool. favorite things, actually, is imagining and expanding my imagination about different schools in different parts of the world, like wizarding schools in different parts of the world. Like, yeah. this morning I woke up and I was like, I should make, like, in the future, I should make, like, an artwork of... I don't know, a Japanese or Chinese like wizarding school oh, looking yeah. like, you know, like these old Japanese tam- temples and yeah. a dragon is there. Yeah, what does their their That'd wizarding cool. school look like? I wonder we should like research. That's pretty cool. There's probably some there's some names being dropped in some parts of the world, but not all of them, so I mean, what if you oh. gave us like your? Um, we, we read up on like the Horned Serpent House for Ilvermorny, and you you designed their common room or something. I know. You know, that'd be cool. I that'd know. be really cool. That's I why mean, we, that's, I mean, we should talk. Really, about it. there's it's no wrong answer there. You just kind of use your what's what the influences are, and you could just 
say, hey, this is what I think it is. You know what? I think we should talk about it because we are an American-based podcast, mm-hmm. Harry Potter podcast, and yeah. so is Swish and Flick. Right. Why don't we like talk to them about Elvermorny? That would be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just making up. I yeah. don't know. I did. Just just throwing out ideas here on the on the on the fly on the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like School it. Harry Potter. Okay, but great job, sweetheart. I did not know. Yeah, I just remember because I when I did my quiz, I I looked those up and I know the easy one is like like Thunderbird reminds you of the um, oh it just I always think and I think it's wrong but I mean the, you know the big eagle that mm, um, yes 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 Frank Frank <laughs> is yeah. he a Thunderbird I don't know is he um I think he he was a Thunderbird yeah Frank the Thunderbird like yeah. um Newt's bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember, but um, anyway, I, I just think they're thought that was really cool. And then the horned serpent seemed to me, I, I, I did, their their houses don't really match up exactly to. No, it says um, they say the mind is represented by horned serpent, the body by Wampus, the heart by Pugwudgie, and the soul by Thunderbird. Wow. So, well, you would say okay, the heart might be Hufflepuff, the body, like, strength could be... But they don't really match up because heart could also be, like, one. I'm um, courageous, you know, could mm-hmm. be Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they don't necessarily match exactly mm. the Hogwarts houses and their um, personality traits, but very interesting stuff. So, yeah, these, yeah. Are, these are cool. I haven't looked we into these in a long time. definitely record, like, an extra um, extendable ear edition in the future yeah. for our paint. Patrons in our Apple Premium peeps. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Real quick, before we move on, there is indeed a Japanese wizarding school mentioned on the Harry Potter wiki. And it's called, excuse me if you're from Japan and you're like, what the heck? That's not how you say it. Mahotokoro. Whoa, that was cool. That was good. Mahotokoro. Mahotokoro, I don't know if that's correct, was the Japanese wizarding school located on the topmost point of the volcanic island of Minami, Iwo Jima. It had the smallest student body of the 11 major wizarding schools. Interesting. Hmm. Wow. I would love to do like certain specials about different wizarding schools and we can just... You know, I know... That's a series, right? You said there's 11? Yeah. The 11 major wizarding schools? We should schools? make shorts about them. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's a good idea. We're just... We're brainstorming ideas over here, guys, you know? Yeah. Just getting... Just brainstorming with everyone. Sorry about that. Business meeting. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, great training today. We're, we're getting there. One day, we're going to actually go take you with us, go on a bar crawl, and do some Harry Potter trivia. Yeah. Maybe in Columbus. Or Cleveland. Yeah, hey, maybe we can take Megan and Katie when they come oh, back. Oh, yeah. they're going to crush us. <laughs> well, no, they're on our team. We're not, we're <laughs> oh, not going to okay. compete with them. We're going teams yep. of four here. So I'm not silly. I'm oh, not going to okay. be. <laughs> we're not going to try and compete yeah, with no them. Yeah, no way. <laughs> People well, are laughing and they're like, yeah, Ez might want to join up. Well, I mean, you you know, no, you're the one running the trivia, so I feel like really? you know your stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, are you ready for our fantastic beast of the week? Yeah, I'm ready. Mm. What, you, you rescue these creatures? Yes, that's right. Rescue, nurture, and protect them. I'm gently trying to educate my fellow wizards about them. Come on. 
This week, we will take a closer look in preparation of next week's chapter. A closer look at the phoenix. Yeah. Did you know the phoenix mom classification is actually four X's, but they say not because it's so dangerous and aggressive, but because very few wizards have ever succeeded in domesticating it. Mm-hmm. Okay. The phoenix is a magnificent swan-sized scarlet bird with a long golden tail, beak, and talons. It nests on mountain peaks and is found in Egypt, India, and China. The phoenix lives to an immense age as it can regenerate, bursting into flames when its body begins to fail and rising again from the ashes as a chick. The phoenix is a gentle creature that has never been known to kill and eats only herbs. Okay. That's cool. Like the Diracol, see above, it can disappear and reappear at will. What? Well, remember when Dumbledore sort of does the whole when he disappears? In oh, front true, of true, true. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's sort of like apparating. Like he's apparating, mm-hmm. but he didn't. So that was I'm not sure. I wasn't sure, though, if that was, yeah, just a movie as a more in the book. It's really cool. It looks movie. awesome. And I mean, Kingsley says Dumbledore's got style. Mm hmm. Um, the Phoenix Song is magical. It is reputed to increase the courage of the pure of heart and to strike fear into the hearts of the impure. Phoenix tears have powerful healing properties. Mm. And as we're talking about the Phoenix, I want to mention again how amazing I think it is that Fox is... He is he's been Dumbledore's Phoenix for a while. And I think the the connection between Dumbledore again the Dumbledores and Phoenixes is amazing. Um Fox is way older than Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. And he is the connection between Harry, Voldemort and Dumbledore. He resembles the connection because he is the Phoenix who gave the feather, right? For Voldemort and Harry's wands, the only two feathers this phoenix ever gave was for those two wands. Wow. I didn't know that was that, actually Fox. Mm-hmm. And he, that's why, for me, he stands for the whole connection between the two wizards, Voldemort and Harry, and Dumbledore as the one who's trying to, you know, solve yeah. the war, basically. <laughs> solve the war. Do you say that? You saw, Yeah. <laughs> solve End the war. End the war. Solve the problem. Yeah. Get rid of Voldemort. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And I, for myself, I can say I love um, Fox. He, the first time we see him in the second movie, he saves the day. In this book, he's going to save the day. And this is Harry's first meeting with him next chapter. So it's pretty interesting <laughs> the way he, you know, the first time he sees him, he's a pretty ugly bird. <laughs> Looks pretty ill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's on a what was then, bad day, a burning day. Right? <laughs> you know, no one, I don't think anybody's done. Uh, I haven't seen. I just tried to do a little Google search there for mm-hmm. ambience videos where you have like Fox mm-hmm. there. And he just. Maybe he's being reborn. Maybe he's it's sleeping, like and then he wakes up and looks around, oh, spreads his fun. wings, and then does a little shake and goes back to sleep. Yeah, that'd be wild, mm-hmm. right? If he were just in there. I mean, maybe there is a Dumbledore's office or something, but that would be the one to do. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be awesome. He is awesome. So it's said that Umbles Dumbledore's great great grandfather father owned a phoenix, but once he passed, the phoenix took flight and was never seen again. 
and Ariana Dumbledore's phoenix during Ariana Dumbledore's fate into becoming an obscurial, a phoenix came to her ownership and was there until she passed away. And then in 1932, Elvis Dumbledore mentioned to Newt that he knew the signs of having a phoenix from his experience of Ariana's phoenix. And then it's Credence after the battle in the strange mausoleum. I don't know how to say it in English. Mausoleum. 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 And recruiting Credence Barebone to his forces, Skylar Grindelwald revealed in Norman Guard to Credence that the baby bird he had been carrying for in Paris... Uh, sorry, caring for in Paris, was actually a phoenix. According to legend, a phoenix would appear to anyone of the Dumbledore family in dire need. Grindelwald then presented him with a wand as well as his birth name, uh, Aurelius Dumbledore. (sighs) This, just reading this again, makes me so sad that the whole Fantastic Beast series is on hold right now. We don't know if it's ever going to be picked up again. But there's, I think, I believe, I strongly believe it is. I, I just can't believe they're going to just let it sit and never end it. And, because mm-hmm. there must be an ending already in mind. We yeah, know. I would love it. Yep. And then with this question, would you want to have or befriend a phoenix? Yeah, absolutely. I think they're great. Yeah. I think they have yeah. a lot of really cool properties. You know, their tears have that um, healing healing property they can carry uh immense weight right mm-hmm. so they can they can fly you out of danger and they're loyal yep and they appreciate loyalty and stuff so they're magical yeah. they probably there's probably more to them that uh, isn't even yet revealed there might even be more things that they can do they just seem really cool and, yeah. and it feels like yeah we know they give their feathers sometimes for wands and they just mm-hmm. um yeah, I don't know. They're very, yeah. very interesting. You kind so. of feel special if a phoenix likes you because they're not easy to domesticate. Yeah, I know we only have the Dumbledores, <laughs> but I, I kind of wonder if other, you know, yeah. what other one wizarding family or a couple, you know, maybe had one or, or mm-hmm. what have you. So it's, I, mean, I guess I it's cool so. that it's just the Dumbledores for now, but be cool in the future to see if, um, you know, Harry's family doesn't have one or something. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, agreed. I like phoenixes. I did you know I used to have? Yeah, I think I told you. I used yeah, to have birds. little birds, yeah, little budgies. Yep, I love them. They were they're awesome, and they looked so cute. Have you ever seen like a little budgie parrot? Like when they feel comfortable and tired, they get all puffed up like their yeah. feathers, and they just like cuddle in like their their own feathers almost. Yeah, that's it, what I'm saying. You could super, do uh, you super could, adorable. I'm sure it is. I th- I think that's where you could definitely do like a little uh, fox kind of you know I don't know getting comfortable yeah. and shimmying around mm. on his stand and then <laughs> just do the little ambience video. I used to just talk saying. to my budgie. I bet you did. That's I did cool. Like, like the. Oh, that's how you talk to them. I did. What, and did, they, they, what, did, what did you say there? What does that mean? Um, that means uh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something funny and clever, but uh, oh yeah, my, my my brain just blanked. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. Just told him I love you all the time. Yeah. That's so funny because people teach their birds to speak human language, but uh, my bird taught me to <laughs> speak their language. <laughs> Actually, my friend Julia, her birds—they—they they always knew. I, like they were able to teach them like talking words. 
Oh, was it's it crazy. like a parrot or something? They are also budgies. Do you know what a budgie is? It's like um, small parrots almost. Like oh, for, okay. they live in Australia. Like wild budgies live in Australia. Gotcha. Yeah. And they have beautiful colors and they're just small birds. And I would not have a bird anymore just because I feel like, I don't know. Well, if you give them like a whole lot of space, that'd be great. But anyway, uh, are you ready for for some great duels? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to play? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, dear. Gotcha. What I does won. that mean? Uh, it means I'm going. So, okay. chapter 11, The Dueling Club. Harry wakes up in the hospital wing, refreshed with newly grown bones in his right arm. He is a wee bit disappointed that his friends didn't come back to check on him, but he finds Hermione and Ron working on the Polyjuice Potion in Myrtle's bathroom. The bubbling potion is almost ready, but they need to steal ingredients from Professor Snape's office. During the next potions class, Harry causes a diversion while Hermione sneaks into Snape's office and takes the supplies from his private stores. The bell rings and the three hurry out of the classroom. Another week goes by, and Ron, Hermione, and Harry decide to join the school's dueling club. None other than Gilderoy Lockhart himself takes on the task to teach the Hogwarts students how to fight in a wizard's duel. His lovely assistant turns out to be Severus Snape, and the two teachers perform a show duel to demonstrate how it's done. They pair up the students to practice. Harry has to duel Malfoy, and after they exchange a few impressive second grader spells, Draco conjures up a living snake. The snake comes awfully close to Justin Finch Fletchley, and Harry immediately tries to protect his Hufflepuff classmate by telling the snake to back off. However, the entire rest of the group hears him speak Parseltongue instead of English, which now makes everyone think he was egging the snake on and that he must be the heir of Slytherin. Harry doesn't quite understand the significance of the situation, and Ron and Hermione try to explain to him that speaking Parseltongue is a rare ability and almost certainly a connection to the Slytherin family. Harry is angry that anyone would ever think he is attacking muggle-born students. The next day, he tries to find Justin so he can explain what really happened at the dueling club. After overhearing a group of Hufflepuffs in the library spreading more false rumors about him, Harry has had enough and storms off to get his books for the next class. On his way, lo and behold, he finds the person he was looking for, Justin Finch Fletchley. Justin Finch Fletchley is lying on the floor of a corridor, petrified. And a petrified, nearly headless Nick floating next to him. Again, Harry is the first one to run into the crime scene. This looks bad. Really bad. The classroom doors open and pandemonia breaks out. Professor McGonagall handles the chaos like a champ, but informs Harry that this matter is out of her hands. She takes him up to the headmaster's office. Harry, Harry, Harry. <laughs> Always in trouble. Running in the wrong, you know, places at the wrong time. and Yeah. Common theme in this. Yeah, poor guy. I feel bad for him. Yeah, he was do, trying to do the right thing. So, you know, I mean, this is, this is I got, you have to give uh, Harry credit, right? Mm-hmm. So the rumors are spreading and then he's going to go find find this classmate and, and, and set it straight, uh, which I think is good. Yeah. So something to kind of keep in mind that he at least is willing to go directly to that person and, and, and amend things, if you will. So. Yeah, true. But, but yeah. Um, so to start all of this, I wanted to point out something interesting. Percy Weasley is chipper as all get out in the beginning of this. And I want you guys, I think it's, ne- yeah, next episode, he's also pretty chipper. And you'll notice a reoccurring thing. He's got a bounce in his step. He's in love. He's got a little something extra moving him around oh my Hogwarts. Isn't it Valentine's Day here soon? 
I wonder what it might be. Because I always forget about his, you know, this is, I don't know, my first, not my first reread, but in a while I have not read this book. And now I keep seeing this uh, this theme with Percy mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. his dynamics with someone in the castle and as well Ginny. He's always trying to protect right, Ginny right. over and over again, reread about this thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like kind of like a background story that's going on where he's got the love interest situation happening. He's also trying to handle Jenny and all of her emotions. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, when you read back through it, you're like, whoa, okay, there's something going on. Also, Hagrid is trying to figure out who is killing all these roosters and yeah. everything out there. So there's like a behind the scenes story, like someone's running into the room with something, a piece to the puzzle, but really we're focused on our main three. Also trying to figure out that puzzle, not realizing that behind them are the pieces to the puzzle, if that makes sense. Right, yeah, yeah. So, it's pretty cool. Also interesting, the entire school, I mean, especially the first graders, but actually the entire school. Everyone's terrified. Who's going to be the next victim? Who's who's behind it anyway? Like, they can't make sense of it. Well, it's it's, it's hairy. (laughs) Right, I mean, clearly, clearly, especially after the dueling club situation, the rumors mm-hmm. just go crazy. I think that's the other thing, too, is you mentioned, like, isn't it sad that when we start off here, no one was there to greet him, like, his friends were brewing the potion. So right. as Harry wakes up after the bones, after his, after after the mending, uh, there's no one there. And as you said, I think you said next chapter, and you've said it before, which is that Hermione is, her life is at stake, and she's worried yeah. very much so about being targeted herself so there you go i mean i feel like that's one of the reasons why they're i think they they had a they have a conversation right she and ron off page have a conversation where it's like hey we could be up there with harry or we could be getting to the bottom of this so more people don't get hurt right right i mean that's that's probably why she's doing that and it's a quick little like oh that kind of hurt but then oh this makes sense so yeah Yeah. just wanted to kind of mention that as harry comes out of the hospital wing and uh yeah I just want to read this part real quick um, because it gives you an idea of what the school, what life at school feels like right now. So the news that Colin Creevy had been attacked and was now lying as though dead in the hospital wing had spread through the entire school by Monday morning. The air was suddenly thick with rumor and suspicion. The first years were now moving around the castle in tight-knit groups as though scared they would be attacked if they ventured forth alone. Ginny Weasley, who sat next to Colin Creevy and Charms, was distraught, but Harry felt that Fred and George were going the wrong way about cheering her up. They were taking turns covering themselves with fur or boils and jumping out at her from behind statues. Why? <laughs> They only stopped when Percy, apoplectic with rage, told them that he was going to write to Mrs. Weasley that telling um, telling them uh, telling her that Ginny was having nightmares. Meanwhile, hidden from the teachers, a boring trade in talismans, amulets, and other protective devices was sweeping the school. Mm. And we were listening to the audiobook in the car and I looked at you and I was like um I am pretty sure that Professor Trelawney mm-hmm. definitely has something to do with this, this little black market that is thriving right now with yeah, yeah. all these different items and um protective you know objects yeah and 
we were wondering i mean we don't see them uh you know harry and his friends they don't have divination yet right that starts next year but everyone else third year and higher they all have divination and we hear professor mcgonagall complain that every year trelawney predicts something bad or you know a student's death or something like that and she is kind of right <laughs> hello yeah she excuse is excuse me since harry potter is at that school something bad happens every single year yeah so did she do you think she predicted the chamber being open this 100 percent. something 100 percent. if you were sitting in that class i guarantee you she she says something mm. about it or makes some sort of uh, su- subtle remark. She also probably looked at some, yeah, I don't know whether, who, who knows who it would be, but like maybe looks at some of the kids and says that they're in danger. Yeah. Well, they are all in danger. Yeah. So she's right. I think, she, I think we were going to say like one of our shorts was going to be that it, you know, is Trelawney seven for seven? <laughs> I mean, did she, did she call everything that ever happened? I know. Uh, in, in, in the Harry Potter series. So yeah, we don't get to see her, but I think she probably is dealing in, mm-hmm. in protective objects and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, why not? Right. So. Yeah. Definitely. Um, what do you think? Like, so the whole school is scared. Do you think it is okay to remain, like, have the school remain open? What do you think? You know, a sc- student has been attacked. And, I mean, they're not dead. Yeah, But petrified. it's a serious attack. If they don't do anything about it. He will just be petrified probably for the rest. Of the, it doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you yeah. think they took should take more action at this point? Like any, even like outside of school, um, uh, organizations or or you know. Yeah, there should have been an investigation. Or yeah. Something. So there you go. I mean, some of the teachers should either have implemented more rules i mean modern day times would be like school is over oh. you're all going home <laughs> yeah. like or staying in your common rooms and we're gonna investigate this and figure it out i mean somebody's almost died mm-hmm. you know so yeah uh it starts with the cat so okay <coughs> excuse me you're fine it starts with the cat so from there i mean it just sort of grows um and that, then it goes into the student the student yeah. body the ghost uh yeah i feel like there's definitely a lot more that that you that should have been done, could have been done, and that's oh, sort of yeah, sorry. That's sort of Lucius Malfoy's point later on, mm-hmm. which is like, hey, fix mm-hmm. this, or we're gonna shut her down. Yeah, I mean, it's it doesn't help just opening a dueling club. Well, I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> actually, sorry to counter you there, oh. but it's something. Which I what was Dumbledore <laughs> doing at this point? You know, I mean, Gilderoy's at least trying to. I mean, Seamus is like. Hey, it might be a pretty, you know, like a pretty good idea or whatever. Yeah. And Ron sort of mocks him for a hot second. Then he's yeah. like, "Hey, actually, it might be a pretty good idea. Yeah. Maybe we should go." And they, obviously, they all want to go. But uh, Harry does inform them at one point that Dobby visits him while he mm-hmm. was there and lets him know that the Chamber of Secrets has been opened before. Yeah. So this has happened in the past. Yeah. They're they're gonna try to figure out what are, what's the connection, what happened last time, and they're like, "Well, it's Lucius Malfoy. He's the one who did it." They're actually pretty close. They're mm-hmm. pretty close in terms of figuring out who or what was behind opening this up. Even though it's yeah. the diary and Tom Riddle, we know it's Lucius Malfoy who puts the diary in there. Right, so true. So they're, they're spot on, he essentially. has something to do with it, yeah. But, but yeah, should they have done more? Absolutely. They, they, they should have, but yeah. maybe they were doing more behind the scenes. I, I mm-hmm. kind of think the teachers probably were. We'll see, I don't know if this is a movieism or if this is later on, but I think, that, yeah, they do implement a couple things about going to and from classes and being, you know, 
sticking together. And I think there's, you know, no, like they tightened down the uh, curfews and stuff like that. So I think they just should have gone to Arthur Weasley, ask him, Hey, can you just get us some muggle cameras and we can install cameras like in every single corridor? Yeah, really. Then we can figure out what causes the attacks. And yeah. some people might be saying, well, the camera, like Colin's camera has been destroyed. Yeah, because the thing looked at it. Right. Like right into it. That's why it's like if it does. I don't think if you look, at, if it doesn't look at it, it I don't think anything's going to happen. It's should. Just, should Dumbledore have installed cameras the power during the Chamber of, of Secrets? Muggles, excuse me. Yeah, we're not all that stupid. <laughs> well, I, mean, I I don't count myself among them, so I don't know what you're. <laughs> I mean, but uh, yeah, those Muggles—they're—they're—they're they're, they're smart. They got some, you know, mm-hmm. some good tech. So that's a good idea, I mean, actually. That was nineteen something, nineteen ninety something. They had cameras back then. Oh yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Really, they're actually quite helpful in the school. I mean, we can just easily see yeah. some somebody, you know, nicked something in the school. They went into, I don't know, a room, grabbed something, and it's pretty it's pretty easy to like go back to the cameras and say, "Okay, when yeah. did you last see it?" and then what time was it stolen? You go back to the camera you're like, "That was the only kid that went in and out of that yeah. room. Go grab that kid, open your bag. All right, we got it back." You know. Right. That did happen to me one time. I did have my wallet stolen at school. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. So, got it right back. But well, interesting. Good. Thanks to the cameras, actually. Yeah. So. There we go. Uh, also, the cameras would have helped. I mean, not in the classroom. You don't have cameras in the classroom, but in the co- corridor. Well, if Snape had a muggle, a friendly muggle friend who could mm. lend him a camera, he could have figured out who sneaked into his office. But uh, you know what? I think he knew. And Harry knows he knew. And oh, you're yeah. asking me, did he read Harry's mind at this moment? Because he looks right at him. And I was like, yeah, he probably did. And why did he not punish Harry? Because he probably, you know, just like a lot of times. when Harry- Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. He says, oh, I have a feeling he's reading my mind. He's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And he punished Harry for other things that he didn't have proof of. Right. But right. this time he chooses not to. And I was like, why? Uh, maybe he didn't have, a, you know, maybe Harry again was sort of uh, distracted or maybe his mind didn't quite reveal Mm-hmm. Uh, what was going on? I'm yeah. gonna tell you right now. We just got some good news. Okay. Mid show. Okay. Two hour delay tomorrow. <gasps> Let's no! go. We're sleeping in. Let's go. Oh my goodness. Did I not mention earlier on the show we were at a level one snow emergency? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mean the teacher is actually pretty cool. Some people sometimes. are like, actually, and I, I always feel bad. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I feel like I just revealed my hand there because I typically try to when like you get a snow day or you get like a two hour delay. I typically try not to say anything because there are those people out there who are like, yeah, I still have to to go to school. And I'm like, oh, crap. You know, I feel kind of bad. But um, yeah, I don't know. Do other workplaces because I have never. Oh, there are some places before. Yeah. In Germany, we don't have that. 
I mean, just go to school. So a couple of my buddies, they work in downtown Columbus or whatever. And if if they're having trouble getting in, they basically will just tell you, get in here when you can. You know what I mean? Like, take your time. Don't rush. Mm -hmm. There's really there's not like a whole lot of pressure to get there. Now, some jobs, though. You're clocking, you're, yeah, you're, you're clocking in. You got to leave extra early, all that kind of stuff. So Your sister is back to nursing. Nur- I know. Nursing. She has to go in like yeah. level two snow emergencies and stuff. And, th- and that's because her job is so important. And that's yeah. why I believe those people should be deser- paid ch- exactly. millions. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like they're underpaid and yeah. they should have way more yeah. than they do. So if you're ever sitting here thinking like, you know, at, at, I appreciate what other people do and what they have to you know what they have to go through. Sorry, my phone's going off. Work is actually calling me <laughs> to let me know that I can come in. Did you get a later. text? Yeah, and they okay. also call. So if you hear the okay. phone ringing, sorry, guys. But uh, yeah, anyway, there you go. Do they ever have two-hour delays at Hogwarts? Why? Are they ever just like... You Why think would they? Well, the, I thought it was cool. In this chapter, we have uh, class canceled because of the snowstorm. I was going to say... Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's, just like, you know, because we were, t- we were uh, driving around yeah. and Herbology is... Canceled. So no, it was probably sad. It's a blizzard, wasn't it? It was pretty. Well, it was a great it was a snowstorm. They, it, was, they, it was. It was a snowstorm, but I I feel like you could, and that was in this chapter, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. Crazy how like real life is paralleling the chapter. But Professor Sprout, I was telling you another great amb- ambience video that you should do is oh. she was tucking those little socks, um, on the Mandrix, right, making sure that they're nice and cozy and warm because we need them yeah. for our you know our potion. Yes. So, so <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> it is adorable. But anyways, last thing I want to say, friends, as appreciates all of you and everything that you uh, do out there yeah. in, in, in no the world. No matter which and, job you, know. you work in. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, I just appreciate you in general. So True. yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Love you guys. All right. Um, Black market is thriving. Uh, oh, yeah. They steal the ingredients. They get away with it mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we, I think that's when we move on directly, like, you know, a whole week goes by after. Yeah, after yeah, yeah. Because it takes time to brew that potion. Mm-hmm. I actually really like, I maybe that's another one. I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm just giving you like ambience video, ambience video, ambience video oh, ideas. Write it all down. But I would love to just see a cauldron bubbling, that's just polyjuice potion <laughs> that they're brewing. Yeah. And it's in a stall and maybe you, you have kind of like, one stall is like marked off out of order. I mean, no one goes into into Moaning Myrtle's place anyway, so that's sort of the point. But maybe you you, you could hear some stall doors opening, yeah. you know, clanging and I stuff. I was gonna say, who want who wants to hang out in the Myrtle's bathroom, you but know, and I, put that on their TV it, for in a weird, I don't know. In a weird way, I would I wouldn't mind if if you did that, and then every once in a while, Moaning Myrtle kind of did like one of her more chipper, cheerful sounds. Maybe Funny. it's a good day. <laughs> By the way. Shout out to ASMR Rooms. She did. She, I think she already created Myrtle's bathroom. But oh, I don't think the. Wow. Po- um, I have to look of the potions in there. That'd be really cool because mm-hmm. it just takes a long time to brew. So yeah, that week goes by, and they have more to their potion. Yeah, so. I mean, only you know, good barista for your apologies potion to brew it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. As we're moving on to. The Dueling Club. The Dueling Club. Yes. It's so funny. Harry is... They're walking in. They decide to go. They think it's cool. And in oh, my yeah. mind... Oh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Question. Yeah. Would you have gone? Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Everyone's gone. I feel like... I mean, I feel like, though, this is... It feels like it's only the second graders. Because... 
Yeah, it's, maybe it's, she, it's probably first and second years, maybe. Yeah, it feels or like... Maybe there's time slots. It's only... Yeah, that's what I thought. Either time slots for different years, because you definitely want to, you know, talk about different or show different spells, mm-hmm. depending on how far they are in their wizarding education. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But... <laughs> I want you to read this part when give me a good Lockhart impression. Oh boy. When they walk in, Harry's like, Oh, please don't let it be. Oh. And then of course it is Here we go. I got it right. You got it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Give me your best <clears throat> Lockhart impression when he um greets all his his entire audience, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gather round, gather round. Can everyone see me? Can everyone hear me? Excellent. <laughs> I actually love saying that when he says it, you know, can everyone hear me? Can everyone see me? Or he starts like, can everyone see me? Can you all hear me? Right? It's just, he's so grandiose. Yeah. And he's just, just up there. He's, he's got his, his chest own out. world. He's just, he is in his absolute own world. I think, too, he probably did the first year dueling club where they just taught him how to hold and grip the wand. Yeah. And then second year, as they get a little more advanced here, and he's got Snape. Thank goodness he gets this out in front of the second years. I think the fourth, fifth years would have been like, this is a joke. Yeah. Would have walked off because it's just so ridiculous. He, yeah. I love I love this scene. And I love that when he, when he gets up there for the demonstration, he's... Just, <laughs> I know. I, yeah, that part I wouldn't mind if you read, which is where when Snape basically knocks him back. Yeah, and uh, he, he was like, he was like, it's all too obvious, right? <laughs> He's like, excellent, excellent, you know, yeah. Professor Snape. Uh, but yeah. if you don't mind me saying, it was a bit obvious what you were trying to right. do, right? So I think that's just—he's hilarious. He's a he's, he's again. What is he telling himself when he starts this all off? Yeah. What, he also, believes he can. What spell was he going to cast there? You I know, know? I like, never mentioned. Yeah. So he he starts to he starts to do something, and you're thinking he's got something up his sleeve. I wish you could have heard him. Like, is it stupefy or yeah. was it whatever? Oh, something extra, extra, something extra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like he could cast a stupefy. Yeah. Well, yeah, you hope so. I, you, you know, no, I don't know. Maybe he can't. Maybe he can't. Anyway, because mm-hmm. somewhere it does say that he was pretty good at charms, especially memory charms. True. So you feel like, I don't know. Anyway, it's it, the whole scene is, is just sort of hilarious. Um, and he he gets a look in Snape's, you know, this back and forth where Snape is really looking at him and he sort of knows to not push it too far. Otherwise, yeah. he'll get embarrassed and exposed. But it's just funny to me that he's got this problem where he doesn't know where to draw the line. I know. And... I feel like Snape only agreed to this for two reasons. First of all, obviously, you can't have him teach the kids that, you know, it would be straight chaos if it was just Gilderoy teaching them. <laughs> and I do feel like he wants to teach them something, but I think Snape agreed to this to get back to Harry. To to, to know, he knows Harry was the one oh, it did something in his, or yeah, ca- causing diversion in his room. He doesn't know it's diversion. What was I going to say? Chaos, basically, in his mm-hmm, room. Mm-hmm. Um, pulled a prank on him. So I do think he specifically wanted to get or pay back the prank in potions class. 
by mm-hmm. pairing it up with Malfoy and telling Malfoy what to do. I don't think, though, he expected Harry's reaction to it. He had no clue that Harry was a parcel tongue. And it is pretty interesting to think about what did Snape... Because we see... Uh, we read that Harry is totally like was expecting a totally different reaction from Justin, yeah. from everyone else, and also Snape made him like, uncomfortable. Um, well, I think Snape is shocked, but like like his shock is hard to see. You know, it's sort yeah. of like I forget exactly how they how it's described, but he definitely yeah, had he, uh, yeah. Here, yeah, Snape too was looking at Harry in an unexpected way. It was a shrewd and calculating look, and Harry didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did, did Snape think? This is something, like, did Snape know that Voldemort was a parcel tongue? And was he making a connection there? Yeah, probably. Probably was. I mean, everyone, it's, it, there's so much mystery surrounding, you know, the boy mm-hmm. who lived and Harry and his connection to Voldemort and... It's he's also a very intelligent wizard. We just did a how powerful is Professor Snape short. Go check it out where we talk about how uh, impressive he is. So I totally feel like he probably, you know, could determine that there's something extra sort of going on there with uh, with with Harry and and some extra extra connection. You just have to look like there. I mean, later on. Yeah. Every book sort of reveals this extra piece where. You will eventually find out that he's mm-hmm. a Horcrux, and right. that you know there's a piece of Voldemort's soul Just trapped in that scar of his. Gives me goosebumps thinking yeah. about Snape, ha- like at least having a cl- like a clue what's going on. Maybe. Yeah. Now here's an interesting one. As as all the little uh, second years are fighting, there was a there was a haze of greenish smoke hovering over the scene. What? Whoa, both Neville and Justin were lying on the floor, panting, Ron holding up an ashen-faced Seamus. It's like, did somebody try to cast the killing oh, curse nah, in there? second graders. They should not even know about this. But, I mean, did they try? One of them little Slytherins probably was like, Phew. you know, because you really have to mean it, right? You find out later it's, like, not easy just to cast. You can't just cast it, right? A little second year could probably not actually... No, do it what, that's so. a topic right there yeah you say yeah he's a greenish because smoke. harry later on tries it and it doesn't work yeah. and it's because his heart's not in it right now if that's a movieism or if that's just in the book or not but uh, yeah to me i feel like it, it would take a lot anyways just notice the greenish smoke there and there's a lot of different the, the chaos this is a dumb <laughs> setup this yeah. is absolutely dumb just to have all these kids lined up here and say okay yeah. shoot they didn't even say what to do yeah. no or how to defend yourself or who's blocking you yeah. which side was blocking no, i mean yeah. Crazy, but um, Hermione and Millicent Bulstrode they took it to a whole nother level. Fist fight, they had a little cat fight. <laughs> cat fight, that's good. That makes <laughs> yeah, because Hermione isn't going to be a cat in a few chapters. <laughs> I know that's funny, yeah. And uh, Harry has to pull Millicent off of her, mm hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yep. But the uh, yeah, the fight's cool, and I think that it is it's neat to kind of see what uh, Harry and Draco, Draco yeah try to do i mean draco actually again no one's like the rules are not super clear here this is really realistic i mean you're not gonna like a wizard's duel i know it's supposed to be respectful (laughs) and drool (laughs) wizard's drool there's brule again um (laughs) is supposed to be respectful i think lockhart starts off with like we're holding our wands in the acceptable uh dueling position Mm -hmm. to start right he's like going over the 
I mean, he's he's probably studied dueling in terms of like the etiquette of yeah. it, like what you're supposed to do. He doesn't have a clue how to actually like. cast anything, but he's just do what I do, Harry. Oh, when like, he's when, when, he, when he waves the wand around, he's just eh, just just Oops. just do what you saw me do. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> he's so delusional. Mm. But like, does he kind of has he seen other? wizards do that block where they wave the wand in Probably. front of them and block and he's like i think i know what they did i'm gonna just that's what i've yeah. seen and so i'm gonna mimic it a little bit but i really have no idea what they're doing but yeah. i think this is how you do almost it. like a little kid who you know they they just tell themselves that they can do this stuff and yeah. it's like in their minds they can and that's awesome right but it's just not appropriate for a teacher <laughs> you know what's interesting about uh like studying, the more I've thought about Gilderoy Lockhart mm-hmm. and Quirrell in the last book. So Quirrell is someone you wouldn't expect. He's just right. this sort of timid teacher who's stuttering, mumbling, whatever. And Gilderoy, you're seeing outright that he's, he doesn't, I mean, it's very obvious to us, the reader, that he's like not good. <laughs> yeah. But a part of us is thinking, well, wait a second. We thought that about Quirrell. True. You know, we, we thought Quirrell was sort of a joke yeah. of a professor. Yeah. And it turns out that he was like the villain. So with Gilderoy, I think the whole time you're sort of waiting to be like, is this guy going to just all of a yeah. sudden like flip a switch here and be epic? And he is in a different way. Or behind um, all the attacks. Or behind all yeah. the attacks, but also also be more skilled and more, you know, I don't know, have like maybe he's just duping us all and he's just he's just pretending like he can't actually duel and he's going to end up being yeah. a great duelist. Yeah. And he's not. He's really just only good at this, this one thing. So it's sort of a double letdown, but also interesting that he's kind of a villain but he's not really the mm-hmm. he's just chaos really yeah. he's just a chaotic kind of character so because a part of me wishes like we were able to get the actor bring him back and just film some scenes where he was just out there epically do like in his own mind yeah. mind you right? oh yeah, yeah yeah just to see what he thought of himself <laughs> out there dueling the likes of what Dumbledore does, yeah what's the what's the video running through his mind where he's just like you know, yeah. Expelliarmus. I know. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know the memes? Have you ever seen those memes where it's like, oh, what I think I look like and then what I actually yeah. look like? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We want a Gilderoy version of that. Well, if you could just zoom into his head and he's doing the, you have all the spells and he's going crazy, right? But then in real life, he's just out there in his own backyard, just like, whoosh, 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 whoosh. Yeah. he's not, no spells are really coming out, but he's just pretending and playing. You know, I mean, I like him. <laughs> I know he does some bad things and he just, you know. The memory charm thing. He's misguided. Doggone it, Gilderoy. What are we going to do after this book? We got to... People are just... I try to know. sneak in some, some Gilderoy updates here and there. Yeah. I'm thinking about doing a how powerful is Gilderoy Lockhart and Haven't giving... Haven't done that yet? No. 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 And I'm, I'm going to give him... Okay. I'm going to give him a surprising score. People are going to be mad. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be mad. That's okay. They can come listen to this podcast and they can just... <laughs> I think he... Again, think about this in terms of... Could the memory, if he could hit Snape with a memory charm faster, mm-hmm. right? If he could get to him, could he warp his mind in such a way that oh. he's got him? Do you, you think know? he was going to cast a memory charm though? Whoa. What if? <laughs> what if Snape just beat him to it? What if he did? Because <laughs> he, uh, he says, he's like, what does he say? He's like, he's like, um, 
don't worry, don't worry. You'll have your, you know, your your <sighs> potions master when I'm through with him. As if maybe he, maybe he was thinking about like I'm gonna incapacitate him and then give him give him his memories back and then, gotcha. What if that's his way of dueling? He wow. just gets beat out there, and he get, maybe and then he quickly loses his confidence. He's sort of like, Ugh, he gets shook a little bit, you know. I mean, and he's got like under st- Snape's look that he gives him. Yeah, I mean, maybe against your average, I don't know, wizard, mm-hmm. he, he could get that in quick, and he's fast with it. Yeah, because he's definitely gotten. I mean, he's definitely duped a couple big time wizards who he's written books and their stories about them. He's been their assistant. Actually, hey, send us inside. an. You guys, send us an owl and let us know. Do you think Gilderoy could have um, memory charmed? Memory what's charmed. The, what's the word? Obliviated. Obliviated. Obliviated yeah. Snape. Because mm. Snape is such a, I mean, his, he knows his mind. He can do occlumency. Yeah. Does this True. help him maybe against the memory charm? What do you guys think? I want to know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last thing I want to say about the duels. Draco throws a tickling charm right against harry no 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 other way around sorry oh, so, so yeah. harry conjures up a tickling charm mm-hmm. and it sounds funny but man if anyone has ever had an older brother who helped them you know i couldn't escape yeah whatsoever because he was just stronger and bigger and he tickled your foot to death yeah that is painful and everything it's every everyone thinks it's funny because you're laughing but it's painful yeah oh my god especially if you really can't throw somebody off and they're just doing it 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 was so terrible yeah it's awful gosh Um, i'm a brother but that was terrible that was torture my sister was super sneaky with those (laughs) so i'd be walking in front of her and she'd just come up behind me and just quickly just rah you know, get my arms. She just <laughs> jolt in there with like yeah. a quick jab and then run for her life. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but she just definitely, because she would get me do the, like, uh, you know, like yeah. I'd, I'd flip out. And uh, she thought it was funny yeah. until I caught her. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was funny. So yeah. yeah, tickling charm, not fun. No. Would not want to be on the receiving end of that. Although I did think it was fun. You know, speaking of, of good visuals in this chapter, like mm-hmm. just pic- picturing him like, um, laughing and bent over mm-hmm. just hysterically <laughs> laughing and, and uncontrollable tick tickling and yeah. you, you picture draco doing that and then yeah. the the counter was he was able to hit harry with the with the legs just I all know. moving around right which is just like he's almost like tap dancing and can't yeah. help it uh the other one that i thought was hilarious was when they did the diversion and harry or um draco's nose <laughs> yeah. or whatever he's his whole head is bent over because his nose has grown so big uh-huh. like it was like a piece of hanging fruit that was just pulling his face forward yeah and he he could not uh i mean wild what if you were in the room and like that potion hit your biceps what would you have gone to to snape and ask for uh, yeah a counter right now it's, and it would have been <laughs> would have been like Whoop. It's kind of like with Hermione and her teeth later on, where she's sort of like, oh, I don't think I want those modified all the way, or or, or no, you know, she, did, she modifies further, them a little yeah. too much, right? Yeah. yeah. So in this situation, it's sort of like, yeah, depending on which, oh, just a little bit, you know, I mean, depending just, on which body part is hit, yeah. So like, yeah, you know, I don't know, it's kind of <laughs> wow. Maybe we don't, but somebody had uh, what did, we had a couple things going on the nose and somebody's arm, like that. Yeah, their was forearm say, was just yeah. so massive that it just drug on the floor <laughs> and like, stuff. Like, yeah, like a club. And it happens just quickly but if you have yeah. a chance to like i laughed out loud i was like oh yeah well draco <laughs> bent over like that that is hilarious so True. yeah 
anyway, but yeah, so, some of the visuals and the things that happen to these kids. I mean, even Gilderoy being just like thrown backwards and mm-hmm. just completely knocked off that stage is, is hilarious. It is. And so. Hermione is tiptoeing like, oh, do you think he's all right? Do you think he's okay? He's fine. Who cares? Yeah, well, yeah. I do a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And, uh, and then, I mean, cheers to, to what's his name? Malfoy. <laughs> Good on it. Like, he can conjure up a snake in second year. I think that's pretty advanced. Well, yeah, I, both of these Pretty charms good. are thrown out, and we don't ever hear them. We've never learned that they where they can't, you know, that For they. Sure. Yeah, like we didn't see them learn this. Like we no. we saw them learn Wingardium Leviosa, True. right? So we see that. Yeah. So we just sort of know that they're just gathering a mm. a basketful of or pocketful of of spells. But I feel like n- not a lot of second graders would be able to conjure up a snake. I feel like. Professor McGonagall would be yeah, proud. That's probably one that he's used before. We learned at home, maybe even, or it's just something that was mm-hmm. he picked up on the side. I mean, again, Fred and George could pass on what they learned to Ron, even though they're messing around with the whole rat. You know, yeah. what's what's he say? Sunshine daisies. Yeah. Something, something. Turn this stupid frat, fat rat yellow. So yeah. they go, yeah, it didn't work. Um, but I feel like you could pass those those type of spells on to mm-hmm. you know someone and mm-hmm. he just learned it from home maybe yeah maybe because snake, snake whispers in his ear yep he whispers in his ear about you know maybe he taught himself in the common room slothering common room yeah <laughs> who knows and then everybody looks at harry because harry is trying to save justin mm-hmm. and it's hilarious like if you still are always advertising advertising for puffs especially in this chapter we get a little bit of the hufflepuff perspectives so if you haven't already, go watch Puffs on Amazon and you will thank us later. You will thank Swish and Flick because they kept mentioning it. Yeah. And we watched it because of them. So. Yeah. Great. It's wonderful. It's awesome. And everyone thinks Harry is egging the snake on. Like, wow, go get Justin. Yeah. What? Yeah. Come like on, he would have reveal you ever, this in like, front of the whole school. Yeah. I know. It's just not. Yeah, and from Harry's perspective, it's like, I tried to help. And the crazy thing is, he didn't even realize he was speaking another language. I mean, that happens to me sometimes when I'm like, did I just talk German to you? Yeah, it's <laughs> hilarious. I love and you it. look at me like, uh, what? Yeah, sometimes I try to play it. I'm like, genau, genau. Right? Uh, <laughs> Asul, Yeah. But uh, yeah, he does. He thinks he's he's totally speaking, you know, just normal English, yeah. whatever. And he's not. The whole yeah. school heard something different, so he's shocked by that. Mm. Harry and Ron are like, "Whoa! Why didn't you tell us?" Yeah, and they I mean, because they... now you are in everyone's eyes the heir of Slytherin. Yeah, confirmed. So that's Bad. a problem. Not only have you been found at the site of these things, uh, but you then were controlling a snake, mm. and you know. There's the whole symbolism with snakes and Slytherin, how Slytherin, all that, all that good stuff. We even know later on it is a basilisk. Yeah, is the creature. So there's a lot working against Potter, mm-hmm. we Potter, yeah. or Potty we Potter. Is that what is that? <laughs> uh, is that what Peeves says? Yeah. Yeah. Potty we Potter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy, but um, scary. I mean. For him now, the whole school is talking is talking crap, and uh, the Hufflepuffs are gathered down in the library. Oh my goodness, you were right, by the way. Yeah, 
the snow that had begun in the night had turned into a blizzard so thick that the last herbology lesson of the term was canceled. So you were right. Hey, I hate to say a it, but blizzard. sometimes... I know, you're always... You're no, I always say it sometimes. Uh, a lot of times. You're actually right. Nah, just once in a while. I'm a Hufflepuff. I don't yeah. want to be right all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, you know, he's... I, I, I mentioned at the start of the chapter, he wants to go explore. Once he realizes the perception of what that looked like or the misunderstanding, good on Harry for going to try to like yeah, straighten it out. Yeah, Because True. he didn't want that to be the case and like no. just trying to explain it to Justin, even though they're irrational and they're, they're um, you know, puffs stick together. Yeah. Puffs stick together. What do they say? I don't know what they say in the, in the thing. Oh, yeah, But yeah. they are huddled together. Yeah. They, they're, they're keeping each other safe. Ernie's like, mm-hmm. we've told Justin to, why did he leave? Yeah. Why did Justin leave? Good question. I mean, he was told to stay up there. Yeah. He's probably thinking, man, like his last thoughts were like, Ernie told me not to leave the common room and I did. Yeah. Darn it. Or his last thoughts were, it's not Potter. Or it's like that first snake didn't get me. This one's about to. Yeah. Potter sent another snake to get me. Oh. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Crazy. But can I tell you that I love this scene, even though it's kind of serious for Harry, but- Mm -hmm. Just, again, a normal school day, normal for them, it's different because of the blizzard, but like just normal life, the weather is um, stopping us from having herbology, right? You can't go down there, class is canceled, but other classes are still being um, taught. We see other lessons, right? When Harry goes down the corridors and the doors seem to be open because he can, he has to stop himself from peeking in. What are so, we talking about? Which which? Um, when he, when Harry goes down the corridors, and it's herbology for the second graders. Okay. For Gryffindor and Hufflepuff right now, but class canceled, so they're all in the castle. Mm-hmm. And Harry walks down the corridors, and he sees other classrooms, like yeah. classes taking place going on. Yeah. So the doors must be open. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong so with they that? Can peek in. I don't know. I feel like not every teacher does that. No, it's probably a mix and match. It just mm. sort of depends on. Their preference, I think, right? right? Or whatever. Do you leave your door open? Always. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would, uh, the only time, if we're going to show like a film or something mm-hmm. or, or whatever, then I might or close it meeting, just because yeah. we're being loud. Or a meeting. Yeah. But otherwise, right. no, I always do. Yeah. I always do. So, yeah. I have a lot. My, my room's a little different because I have some come and go students. Right. So true. that's true. different nature in my room. But, yep. Thought, but I, I just like that we get more of a normal school day and hey class is canceled so some are playing chess some are in the library and they're talking about if it wasn't so serious but like you know school drama and and gossip and stuff and harry overhears them and it's kind of heartbreaking that the hufflepuffs are spreading rumors like that what's wrong with you hufflepuffs <laughs> mm-hmm, i know ernie get a life well they're scared i mean it's true. it looked like it looked like he was agging them on they yeah, don't know. True. They don't know parcel tongue. But Hannah's like, but he's always been so nice. Yeah, good. Hannah's good point. Hannah. Good point. Yes. Listen to Hannah. I love Hannah. Actually, she. We, I want more of Hannah. Yeah. <clears throat> so Harry's trying to apologize, but then I feel like, come on, Harry. Like you hear them talk about you. They all scared of you. They're all scared. You want to attack Justin. And then the first thing that comes to your mind saying to them is, hey, where's Justin? <laughs> could, yeah. you, could he have started off this conversation in another way? So in a more positive way? Yes, he could have. <laughs> yeah. But also could've. his mind is, he, I mean, 
he's angry. He can't. We learn about Harry. He sometimes does have trouble controlling his emotions. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, who can blame him? Yeah, yeah. For most of his life, still, it's only been two years since he escaped the Dursleys' terrorizing family dynamics Yeah, towards him. So, we love Harry. We do. And we, it's okay that he struggles with, um, you know, emotional control. Yep. But then he, again, they don't believe him. He's trying to find Justin. And he does find Justin. No, actually, he's going back, I think, to, to gather his books because he's had enough. He runs into Hagrid real quick. Uh, Hagrid is still concerned about the roosters. He needs to go to Dumbledore. His face hidden by a wooly, snow-covered balaclava. But it couldn't possibly be anyone else as he filled most of the corridor in his moleskin overcoat. A dead rooster was hanging from one of his massive gloved hands. All right, Harry, he said, pulling up the balaclava so he could speak. Why aren't you in class? It's canceled. Oh, yeah, he explained. It's either a a fox's or a blood-sucking bugbear. And... I need the headmaster's permission to put a charm around the coop. Their coop. Okay. There you go. Because you can't do mag- mag- yeah. magic. 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 <laughs> mag- magic. He can't do magic. Yeah. Just. Yeah. I mean, he does magic all the time and doesn't ask for permission. But I guess in this case, he wants to make sure the headmaster knows. And it's good for Harry because now he's uh, uh, Hagrid is his alibi. Yeah, well, and it's keeping kind of. true to, like, later on we're going to learn about Hagrid and his involvement, why he can't do mm. magic and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. another uh, situation where he's asking for permission to do it, so it reminds yeah. us that, oh, yeah, this guy, yeah, this guy right here, he can't do magic, he was expelled. Right. True, true, what true. Was the reason? Good point, yeah. good point. And then Harry actually runs into Justin, but Justin is petrified, and also Nick. Yeah, nearly has Nick. He is not... You know, they, they're kind of see-through silver ghosts mm-hmm, described. Mm-hmm. But now he's like black. It's like black smoke inside of him. So crazy. That is crazy. terrifying. Oh, Potter, you rotter. Oh, what have you done? You're killing off students. You think it's good fun. Peeves. Crazy. Of course, Peeves caught him. Yeah. And then everyone comes running. Uh, I feel like. Can't get out of there. I If I was Harry, I'd be like. Wow, come on. Like that can't be true. This is this can't be happening all to me. Like yep. I didn't do anything. <laughs> How? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Professor McGonagall, she's awesome. She yeah, just But comes it's in. out of her hands, you know? Yeah, she knows. There's something I mean, what even to her it probably looks like wow. Potter again like Harry again. Something something's up. And if it wasn't, again, if it wasn't so serious, this would be hilarious. <laughs> I thought when I um, read it again, I was like, wow, I didn't remember that. That's so funny. Nick. So they carried Ernie. Uh, I'm sorry, not Ernie. They carried Justin up to the hospital wing, right? And nobody seemed to know what to do for nearly headless Nick. In the end, Professor McGonagall conjured a large fan fan out of her thin air which she gave to Ernie with instructions to waft nearly headless Nick up the stairs. Yeah. This Ernie did, fanning Nick along like a silent black hovercraft. 
the whole time. Think, and people are like, <laughs> I mean, as Ernie's walking by, Ernie, what happened? It was Potter. He struck again. Beware. Watch out, guys. Yeah. He he got his own ghost. Yeah. But he was trying to get Justin. Yeah. So, I mean. But that teaches us, do not judge anyone. Y- you can't until it's proven they're, you know, that 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 they actually did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it, if everything looks like it, you have to have proof. Yeah, I mean, I think I said that in book mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. The same thing with Snape, right? It's true, just true. With, it happens, and it happens a lot in our social media culture now. It happens just a lot, I think, yeah. in friend groups, in different situations. Some people just don't, and you don't have to, but like, you know, I know Potter wanted to come directly and say, hey, if that looked bad, blah, blah, here's where I stand on it. Make his peace, say it, and move on. Yeah. This is what really happened. I just want to clear the air. Here you go. Did he really need to do that? I mean, yeah. if he felt like that was important or that there was a bad perception out there, fine. Perfect, perfectly cool to go do that or whatever. Right. But at the same time, too, I mean, there's a responsibility on both sides, like you're saying, to not yeah. sort of go crazy with it and, and take it to this other level where, yep. where you're um, – yeah, where you're taking, you're crossing the line, taking things too far, and and making, but connecting dots without, yeah, sufficient evidence, mm-hmm. coming to conclusions that, yeah. yeah, I mean, just talk to each other, guys. You can be on guard because of something and see, and see, yeah, and also go to them. Yeah, that I mean, again, Ernie could have went to Harry and said, "Hey, got yeah. a question for you. Mm-hmm. What were you doing with that snake? Were you actually trying yeah. to? Because they all just feel like they saw it and they knew what was going on, right? So there's there's that." Like we figure out we, we're we're on Harry's side because we're listening to what he said. But right. if you're on Ernie's side, he was like, no, I saw him walking literally towards the snake. And as yeah. he was walking towards the snake, the, the snake was moving towards yeah, Justin. Justin. Yeah. Yeah. So. Man, things are getting serious. Yeah. Again. Well, we got to have to see what happens next week. Yeah. With yep. Gilderoy and everyone else. Harry, Draco, Christmas. It's Christmas again. Yeah. Wow. Yep. All right. Right. Anything else? No, nope, I think that's it. That's it. Yep. That's all she wrote. Okay. So, all right, friends. Hey, uh, thank you guys so much. Be safe out there. Hope you're having a, a wonderful week. Um, and uh, thank you for tuning in to Shell Cottage Radio, 94.7 COZY. We do hope that you'll join us in the future. We do thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive Potter people that don't behave like babbling, bubbling bands of baboons. If you don't want to miss out on the next episode, which is a great one, Mm. if you don't want to miss out on it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us that review. Uh, Follow over on social media at Fleur and Bill. If you truly enjoy our content, consider supporting our growing wizarding family on Patreon or Apple Premium. You will find all the links down below. Thank you so much to all our current patrons. We appreciate you to Luna and Beth. Also, we still have our giveaway going on. So if you want to win, for example, Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix of the Phoenix <laughs> as a illustrated version, then definitely leave us a review on Apple and your chances are pretty high to win that book. There's other prizes. We have in total five prizes for the first 50 reviews. So if you leave more than one reviews, even your chances are great to win something and yeah we just appreciate you guys so much next week we will have another amazing guest host in the house 
the lovely Jen Gallagher from the Watch Party Lord of the Rings podcast and co-founder of the Berkeley Shakespeare Company in California will be joining us. I can promise you she is a true power woman and a major Potterhead. Together with her, we will explore chapter 12 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, the Polyjuice Potion. So do make sure to tune back in next time. And until then, have a wonderful rest of your week. Again, thanks for joining us in our shell cottage today. We know it's not much, but it's definitely home. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.